0: Um This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at Clipit. TV. Hey everybody, John Barcher checking in with you and I am getting so excited because football is right around the corner. We are just days away from seeing Kirk coupons, AKA (laughs) Kirk cousins, throw some dirt balls, kick up some worms. I can't wait. And if real football is right around the corner, that also means that fantasy football is right around the corner and there's no better way to play fantasy football than with our friends over at DraftKings. DraftKings is hosting a $100,000 contest This Sunday, that is 100% free. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win $1 billion. With a B. Billion. That means we're buying a yacht. That means we're going someplace hot. That means we are drinking... Fancy drinks with umbrellas in them for the rest of our lives. And that is all courtesy of DraftKings. So get to DraftKings.com right now. Use the promo code BGNR to play in DraftKings free contest with $100,000 in total prizes this Sunday. And if you draft the perfect lineup, you can win one billion. dollars that's promo code BGNR to play for your shot to win $1 billion this Sunday. The contest is totally free to enter, so why wouldn't you try it? DraftKings, the game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
1: After reviewing
0: the play, the the field stands. Touchdown Eagles! Whoa! Touchdown Eagles! Whoa! They're about to be one of those- I love being wrong. (laughs) Say goodnight, Irene. What's going on, Bleeding Green Nation? We are live, live, live on the Facebook.com. And whether you are on the replay on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, it's a Bird's Victory Show, baby. Come on. You know... It was a little sloppy, and I'm sure that there are a lot of people that are saying that Carson Wentz sucks right now, and oh my goodness, what's happening to Ronald Darby. God, I hope that thing doesn't uh, come out to be like his, his ankle is no longer you know working or whatever again. But I got to say, for going in to a place where you needed to go and win, finally get the monkey off the back of that awful trend of Washington coming in there, winning five in a row, Lane Johnson was correct, even though he had a really bad game. But <laughs> Lane Johnson was really correct. And the birds win this thing thirty to seventeen. I want to get to to all the different stuff. Duncan is here with us. He's got some awesome cuts. I'm John Barcher. That is James Seltzer. Uh I um how the hell was that ruled a fumble for Fletcher know. Cox? I mean, I will take it. I love <laughs> it. But, oh, my God, that just amplifies how bad the refs were today.
1: Unbelievably bad. We're all sitting here like, well, that was clearly incomplete. And then all of a sudden, it's like, no, you win. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Actually, it's okay. You're no, good. But I think um, I think the biggest thing for me today, John, was like, it felt like they were going to lose that football game. We're sitting in there. We're like, they're going to lose by a Freaking point, aren't they? Like you just felt nineteen to seventeen. Yes, you're like it's going to be a field goal. They're going to lose, and they found a way to gut it out, and they found a way to take a win on you know enemy turf, as it were, a place where they played like shit for a long time. Uh, It was it was awesome to see a a big win again, sloppy, but a big win.
0: And especially because you know what was Doug Peterson doing there in the fourth quarter? I don't know, man. What was
1: Doug doing in the fourth quarter? I don't
0: know. Even even doing like it is my number one pet peeve. Well, first of all, the the third and nine, like quick bubble screams.
1: Oh God, I, I hate it. With what every is the upside there? of my soul. I hate that call. I hate it so yeah, much.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I never understood that. But also, there's a two minute warning coming up. You blow your last time out, and you try to make them jump on fourth and one. You either have to get up there and go for it, or just go. Okay, field goal unit. Like we're that's we're just going to play. It's four points. We're good there. They have to score a touchdown and drive the field with a minute and whatever left. We have a timeout just in case we need it for whatever reason. And instead, timeout with 2:01 left before the two minute I'm just like I'm blown away. I was like, "Wow, they're trying to give away this game." But thankfully uh, Kirk Cousins was uh, was so bad today <laughs> that uh, that I loved every moment of it, and and that's what happens, you know. Jim Schwartz, we've talked about it all off season, we talked about it in, in training camp, and during the summer, you dial up the blitzes, it makes a difference, and it definitely made a difference today,
1: big time, man. I mean, we've talked a lot about wanting to see. More from Schwartz last season. Really vanilla for a guy like that. Just let the four pin their ears back and go. Today, not only did those front four freaking go. Like, that was... That's the... If you want one, I mean, other than... And we'll get to Wentz. I I don't... Anyone who thinks Wentz had a bad game is... Out of their fucking minds. <laughs> they just—they're like, looking for it. Dude, That's like, what I'm saying. It's I, I crazy. Mean, to me. He made some plays that, like, there are five guys on the planet who can make. Like, it was awesome. But I think the biggest takeaway, you know, if you want to feel optimistic after this game, that D line can get it. Yes, man. they can. They can get. That was it. And awesome. Then you for add them in day. the blitzes when that D line is dominating like that, and you're bringing guys from everywhere, like he was today. You can win that way. Yeah, man. you
0: can. And I know there's look, there's a lot of in the moment reaction when there are, that's going on. And through the probably the last half of the the second quarter, maybe even into the third quarter, people are saying, "Well, here we go again. This front four <laughs> isn't getting pressure." I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> what what game d- are we like I, it, we, we are constantly looking for perfection everywhere. And I think it's the same with Wentz. it's the same with the defensive line. It's a, it's the strengths of each of those units yep. right now, you know? I mean, like um I I understand Carson Wentz needs to find that deep ball because he did have Torrey twice. He threw un- under, threw, and overthrew. Eventually, it will land in there. I, I-, I feel that because – I've seen it before. Yeah. <laughs> it has happened, and they're just going to have to work on that timing to get it right, and Wentz needs to step into some of those. But there's more positive plays than there are bad ones. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, how do you, how can you say that this was a bad performance from Carson? If anything, I, if you want to say it was solid, then you can say it was solid. I'll say it was good. I it was it a was good performance go- I from I
1: feel it. the same way. I think it was good. I mean, like I said, a few of those plays, that play to Ertz, that huge conversion late in the game, I mean. That,
0: that's it, a big-time play. That's a, that's a play.
1: man's NFL, like. That's the best quarterbacks in the league make those plays. You know, he like he the ability he showed in the pocket today to elude rushers when they are right up on him. And we know how strong he is. I mean, there were a couple of times where guys just bounce off him. Yeah. But then his ability, the thing that impressed me the most about Wednesday was in all of those situations, you're watching him, his eyes are downfield the entire time. Like he has guys like. Like coming at him, and he's moving and swinging and running around, but his eyes are downfield the entire time that allows him to make those types of plays. I, I was like beyond excited watching those types of plays. Yeah, there, there were mistakes, the overthrows. There, he still has issues with not getting rid of the ball when he needs or just it. simple plays. Yes. It's weird, like
0: the simple wide open throws for whatever reason. They'll it's just sell like, him a little bit. Yeah, you know, it I think work. he
1: just gets a little jacked up in there, and 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 like you said, that'll that'll come with more reps, more time, but the the magic stuff like there are a lot of guys who can't do that we have yes. a guy who can do
0: that yes and that's important, you know, the, the extending plays part, the directing traffic. Yeah. Just like you well, said, That, direct,
1: that was great. It felt He's like, like Sproles like, last go, year. Go, yeah,
0: yeah. And, and Ertz is there. And Duncan, I think we have that. The, the beauty part of that is the, the very first touchdown. I mean, there was, uh, it, there was some massive reaction to like, oh, how could you do that? And I got so jacked up <laughs> that I told draft Twitter to eat my ass. And this is, this is exactly what it sounded like that first got there, Duncan. Wentz takes the snap again. He looks. He steps up.
1: Still looking. He dashes to his left. He dashes to his right. He is
0: starting to run. Now he fires downfield. Caught. Aguilar. Three at the (laughs) ten. Touchdown, Eagles. Boom. I mean, like, all the offseason narratives in one Uh play. That's why I I got so jacked up. Nelson Aguilar finding himself wide, you know, and, uh, you know, DJ Swearinger was was nowhere to be found. (laughs) Like, it was just a mad scramble play. It was fantastic. And then it just, you know, it it rolled out uh, from there. Nelson Aguilar, I, I got I got to double-check the stats, but I still think you're leading wide receiver. Well, technically in yards, it was Ertz.
1: Ertz got 93. Wide I receiver. Aguilar, wide receiver. Oh, leading, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, he was the leading wide receiver. I thought you said receiver. Yeah, Michael. yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, I believe six for 86. And the thing with Aguilar, you know, first of all, in that play, like, you like when your quarterback's family like that, you're running with him, you're doing something. Yeah, that was something we weren't seeing from him last year. He was there, and then I mean, that wasn't the hardest catch or play after. But what really impressed me was the short little play uh, I think his third catch of the game, where he kind of tips it up in the air and stays with yeah. it, makes the catch, and almost could have gotten in the end zone. It uh, he just he looked like a different guy out there, John. Like it was yeah, like it was. You, you saw flashes we weren't making
0: it up okay we weren't making it up he looks like a different guy uh i know that there's a lot of people that are asking for the Derby update listen we don't have any uh right now as far as i'm concerned all our eyes are glued on to tweet deck here there's a lot of things coming in duncan's going to be checking on that as well as soon as we have an update on that uh we we will get to it uh we can talk about that though because i thought that was definitely where the momentum just absolutely stopped. Yeah. And this was the issue. Coming into this, they only go with three corners. They, you know, which is already a little scary. It's risky. And and really, I mean, it's not really three corners because Jalen Watkins was always going to be tagged as that. He was going to be like the fifth safety. Right. I think Chris Marigos might have even gone out there before he would have. Um, but at the same time, like the it, it just it you know it moved everything around here. As, uh, Jack Francis entering into frame. Uh, I, I think that there was just uh, a, a complete disarray there. Once and that's how important Darby is. That's how important the starting CB one is. Is because then you saw Malcolm Jenkins coming down. You saw some of the same things. The simplistic defenses that they had to go into. The moment that that happened, and you're like, "Oh my God, here we go again." Yeah, we talked
1: about it in the preseason when, when we talked about Darby coming here. It, how much it allowed Definitely. Schwartz to do, you know, the, the the flexibility it gives the defense to have Darby out there is such a such a difference maker. And we you saw it, you saw the change. That was like the little portion of the game where it felt like the defense, you know, kind of wasn't making the right decisions, making the right calls. They weren't as aggressive for a bit, and then they got back to it. And yeah, you know, shout out to Jalen Mills. I thought Jalen Mills before after the injury played a a really good football game. Like, he was not out of position. He made plays. Obviously, the interception was thrown right to him, but he still caught it, which is nice. You know, we don't always get that here. Um, So, yeah, but look, I think long-term, you know, you're just hoping that it is a dislocation. You're hoping that it is not any broken bones in there, any torn ligaments, because if it's one of those two things he's done for the year. If it's a dislocation, you know, they can kind of pop it back in, and, and there's the chance we see him back. But, I mean, whenever the foot is, is the opposite direction, like going the wrong way, it's never good, John. Like no, that, it's never did, good. It yeah, look It didn't good.
0: It didn't. And, it, and I think I saw a couple of people, even the, I call him the fake doctor, the one that got you oh, know, yeah. fired from San Diego. Oh, so yeah. I was like, well, look looked atrocious, but there's good, good things coming up. And let me explain that to you a little bit. And then I never, never, never saw the explanation. But uh, I tell you what smells awful, and that's Jack Fritz's coffee, because so I think it's awful. hazelnut or Jack something Fritz like Fritz that. It's, the only thing smells is fresh <laughs> vanilla. I don't know what you want me to do. Jack Fritz is here with us, joined us this morning. What's going on with you, buddy? I just want to say one thing. Take your Zach Ertz takes and shove him. <laughs> because he's good. Yeah, I mean that's a so a quick <laughs> a quick and She's like, like throwing the mic down. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I and honestly, I listen when we talked about it this morning. Ray Didinger, I, I just amplified that one more time, saying like, yeah, I think that Zach Ertz is gonna break the receptions record. And guess what? That's because as much as I think that people will bitch and moan about. You know Alshon Jeffrey not being in there, and look, he should have had that ball probably. Carson Wentz also should have thrown yeah. that a little earlier. There's a lot of stuff going on. It was on. a
1: tough play, but he but he had play it. That's you make
0: fourteen million dollars. Exactly. So, and he was frustrated by it. I get all that, but at the end of the day, I think those two guys, even if it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, have to pay attention. to All of them. And you have to pay less attention to Zach Ertz, which is, it, it was amplified in in week one here. He is, you know, he is going to be that guy. He's going to be that top seven, top five tight end in statistics, and hopefully it continues on through. Here. And
1: that's what we've always wanted from him, and we believed that he could do. Like Absolutely. That was the thing with Ertz. You could see it. It just didn't happen consistently, and it never happened early in the season. Uh, I was I was super impressed with him. He caught every single ball thrown his way. Uh, some really tough catches in there, too. Another, you know, the play we were talking about, the, the Wentz scramble towards the end of the game where he's waving him downfield another play where Ertz is just aware of what's happening makes the right play you know runs with his quarterback makes that play so yeah man I, I like and, I, and we said it before when you brought up the the Didinger thing about you know breaking the team catch record and all that that uh, you know, I could see it because of the, the, we talked a lot about the Jordan Matthews security blanket thing. Yeah. I think Zach Ertz, and and whether you're a security blanket guy or not, I think, I think Zach Ertz is that guy where in the sense that when it breaks down, I think Wentz feels super comfortable knowing that Ertz will be where he needs to be and he'll catch the ball.
0: Well, not even, and, and along with that, it's just, you know, uh, th- did anybody for one second go, man, where's Jordan Matthews? No. Not for one second. Not, not a half 2nd saying it took it took two quarters for people to go. Yeah, hey, I forgot Jordan Matthews was on this team. <laughs> well, no, That's I, right.
1: I, I know that I'm waiting for the first call tomorrow to WIP, where someone's going to be like, injury prone. We shouldn't have
0: made the trade. Darby got hurt. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't yeah, have exactly. made the trade. So, but it's really it, overall, I think it's really encouraging. Um, and again, like we're, there are some mistakes that wentz to made today that made you cringe a little bit. Uh, but I th- I still think the positive plays uh, outweighs uh, all of them there and uh, you know if you guys have any questions in the chat room we're ha- happy to answer them uh, any of uh, your takes that have gone uh, throughout here is uh, you know we're gonna see probably Doug and, and a bunch of other people take it uh, up there there's <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of a lot of Eagles uh, that are tweeting out and are and are getting all fired up Malcolm Jenkins is saying you've been warned. Ooh! Uh, and to the rest of the uh-uh. NFC I was like, Whoa, "All right, it's just one let's game there, buddy. You know, there, let's fellas. let's calm down there." Uh, and yeah, uh, you uh, know, Torrey Smith saying the same thing: "The journey begins back in familiar territory. Thankful for another opportunity to play this game. How can you not like that guy? I, mean, I seriously, love him. I wish yeah. he had
1: gone after the ball when it was a fumble. He's like <laughs> staring at yeah, it on the was, on the friggin' lateral pass. That
0: blast. was yeah, Duncan. You have that one queued up because that was <laughs> that was that was the worst to play of the game where it was the backwards throw." Yeah. To uh, to urge there, yeah, a, I pro- think that's in number three there. Uh, All at the Redskins' thirty-four. Aguilar in motion has the toss incomplete, and it was thrown behind them. Eagles better get on it, or it's a fumble. Let's see. It is the field. <laughs> it a backward pass, and it was recovered by the defense. I mean, Come it's down. just the worst. Big mistake by the Eagles. From the play calling to the to the throw by Wentz to the missed block by Tory Smith and then the, then they're like is that a fumble I guess it's a fumble it's not a fumble and then they finally like oh damn it it, it felt very relevant you know and,
1: and it it was very clearly a fumble if you're watching the game but regardless. You're an NFL player. You know that even if it was thrown forward, you dive on that football. Like, what are you doing like that? And look, I'm I'm not killing Tory Smith. It's one play. It's one mistake. But but and he
0: would have made up for it if Wentz would have hit him twice. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. But
1: but it's the kind of thing where it's like like Doug needs to emphasize that in the you know in when they're looking at the film after this, he needs to be like, this cannot happen. Every player on this team dives right. on a
0: ball. like yeah, Exactly. This is what it is. It's, it's one-on-one. That's right. And, and it's just, you know, I, I'm sure that they're all kicking themselves for that. Yep. Uh, I never want to see that in the play. Like, I'm... I'm okay if you want to do any type of jet sweeps with Nelson Aguilar, even though people hate those two. I'm fine with that. But, like, they did the same things with Sproles. They did the same things with Smallwood last year. It's just not an effect. There's the, The highest upside is, sure, you might be able to break one if you catch them off guard, but you got three helmets on three helmets most of the yeah. time, and it's just like, I don't know what you're trying to do here. Uh, that needs to be eliminated yeah. from the playbook. I, if you
1: need one yard, fine. If you want to do a quick little out, and you got their yeah. stack in the middle, you quick out, you dive forward for a yard, fine. Though Like... It it's, it they called it in like third and long like multiple times that type yeah. of play. I it just I, I that and I thought Doug for the most part had a pretty good game. Uh, I thought those calls were atrocious.
0: Yeah, oh, and again we're gonna we're gonna dive right back into that because I think most of us want to just say Doug's bad and and that's why he's bad. Uh, overall, I didn't think it was that bad. It's just again in those crucial situations. Where you're like, what are, you, what are you doing, yeah. man? That is, a, Yeah, th- those are terrible. And again, we did, uh, said it earlier, but the 3rd and 9, you know, <laughs> towards the th- late 3rd or, or late, early 4th? Uh,
1: early 4th, I believe, yeah. Tr- when you
0: have moment, Oh, no, that was the 4th quarter, because yeah. I even remarked to James, I'm going, wait a minute. You just, <laughs> yeah. you ha- you chunked all that time <laughs> off the clock. What is the upside in doing that on 3rd <laughs> yeah. and 9? Yeah. You know, yeah. keep the momentum going, at least to... You know, thrown incomplete pass. You're you're trying to move forward. You're trying to do something, and it just wasn't there. So, yes, the jury is still way out on Doug Peterson. Uh, uh, but, but again, I think the the play calls that will get forgotten about. Uh, you know, they did the same kind of thing where they motioned Nelson to the one side, down in the red zone. They motioned him right back on well, like that fake double one. screen. That was a
1: great play call where he comes and again in a better he by a throw. back out. Right, like, that was clever. I'm, I I agree with the concept that that stuff allows him to do some creative stuff it's just, and you do have to run it once for people to actually respect it. So I I'm, I'm fine with that. And I again on the whole like I don't I don't have a ton of problems with Doug today. Like I don't I don't think he coached an awful game. No. I, you know, I think he just had some bad play calls, which is something we're always going to see from him, I
0: think. Yeah, and in the uh you know, we we keep <laughs> fortunately I think this is going to be a continuing theme here, but I thought LeGarrette Blount looked like New England LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah, and that's fine. That's yeah. what you need to, to do. And uh, he was the best uh,
1: running back on the field for this team today. <laughs> not that that is saying anything, but he was certainly the best Eagles running back today.
0: Yeah, as much as uh, there will be, um, you know, it, it, asking to run for the football, it's just not going to happen, guys. And and it's two reasons why I think that you saw, and although I think Wendell Smallwood is still going to be good in a complimentary role for the people that are saying like. The leading, the leading, the leading (laughs) candidates that are going in there. Whew. Yeah. I mean you just saw once again he's, he's just too small
1: and he's a bad pass blocker Like, not, yeah, not it's just not not, it's not just the size he doesn't know where to be we saw it twice the chop block I mean that's unacceptable yes it you, is. That is every player knows what a chop block is and that you're not supposed to do it <laughs> and then uh, the other player I can't remember which one but totally just misses a block completely like not a good blocker and also as a runner we talked about it a little bit in the preseason with the lack of patience but it does seem like there's no nuance to his game like he's just like Run straight forward as fast <laughs> as I can and run into. Try and be stuff. to the outside. Yeah, that's yeah, like, pretty much it. Like, yeah. like maybe you know stutter step or do something. You know, yeah. so I, I, I was certainly not very impressed with Wendell Small. No,
0: no, and uh, yeah, not a great performance from him. And again, he had a pretty good camp uh, after he got back healthy, but. Um, I, I don't know if he's the number 1 running back on this team, and he's still probably number 3, and that's fine for right now. Uh, obviously, I thought Darren Sproles was going to get a lot more touches and, yeah. and go all over the place. He wasn't but,
1: really as involved as I expected.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he, he wasn't. He made some uh, pretty good plays. I think the, the screen call uh, in the second quarter after they got backed up for a long time, penalties weren't that great either um, moving through the game here. And, again, it was kind of like all over the place on one side. I couldn't believe that they didn't call grounding on Cousins and then... I just couldn't the, either. Th- like that, a- was
1: such a clear grounding. <laughs> yeah. There was no one near.
0: Yeah, uh, some tiki tech calls in there uh, for for a while. So,
1: but it did go both ways. I don't. I, yeah. It wasn't a game where I thought and I was like the Eagles are getting screwed by the refs. I just thought the refs sucked.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, and <laughs> exactly. So there's there are times where and and look the the other factor and this is the offensive line. I actually thought they played pretty good. Yeah,
1: I thought they played decent. I, I,
0: I think there was a lot of overreaction. to, let, you know, Wentz had a lot of time in the pocket early on. Second quarter, completely different scenario. Not as good there. Uh, still held up pretty well in the third and the fourth. And when they needed Blunt to, to kind of get in there, yeah. uh, and, and, and maybe even a little more moving forward in the fourth quarter, they still provided holes for him. I thought they did a pretty good job. What I will say, though, is Jason Peters... Uh oh, we, really? we, we, were, we talked really? about this for, for really? a while. Some, Who could have fucking seen this coming, John? One, uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe me because I said it so many times Jeez during the offseason. Louise. But we we're asking for like, you know, give us 12 games and then, you, you know, groin injury two quarters. I don't know how serious it is. Hopefully it's not that big of a deal. But again, playing fire, you know, and yep. this is a big V going in there all summer long. Stayed at left tackle. I think that's the right move, despite how much he's going to get kicked in. You stay with Lane Johnson. You stick with one deficiency. A hundred million. Percent. You keep Lane Johnson. Is there the unfortunate part is Lane Johnson didn't have a great game either. No, Lane, Lane Johnson. The two tackles, the thing that you go. The, it was the complete opposite of what yeah, I thought was going to happen. In, interior the interior was good. Well, well, the outside yeah. was bad.
1: Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah. And I think they really missed Phil Taylor. You could see that. Like the interior played really well comparatively, and I'm with you, John. I think the outside, though. I do think when Big V came in, he, he held his own. Like, like, He was fine, certainly significantly better than his last time on that field. I think we can all agree with that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think, sorry, I had to give Wes Euler the finger there, real quick. Oh, okay. So That's, nice. That's nice. That's um, nice. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think, I, I think look, I think it wasn't a great performance. I think I'm not worried about Lane. Uh, you know, he had an off game. I feel very good about Lane moving forward. I think on the whole year, other than the Peters thing, you feel positive.
0: Yeah. And I think no matter what, you should probably stay pretty positive here. Uh, well, I mean, it, to me, it just still looked like a '97 football team. Yeah, honestly, That's exactly. There's going to be thought. some ups. There's going to be some downs. Maybe they get lucky, lucky here and there. Maybe they can find the stride, or, or maybe it falls off their butt. You know, it just depends on how you're looking at the overreactions to to one game. But I still feel pretty pretty good about Carson. I still feel pretty good about the wide receivers, and it's exactly what is, uh, we're going to keep talking about here. It's, it's going to be the, uh, the running back in the offensive line situation. Um, I, I thought that Jordan Hicks, man, Jordan Hicks He's and everywhere. Fletcher Cox together. Jordan Hicks is man. E- oh man, is that so good. It's like
1: how is he everywhere on a football field at once? It's unbelievable. Every single play, Jordan Hicks is involved in, and Cox Jernigan. Uh, I think Jernigan not only had the sack, but really opened it up for Fletcher today. You could see it. That's the best game Fletcher Cox has had in a while here.
0: Yeah, for for sure. I mean, like even even if the refs refs were helping him out <laughs> on the on the tail end there, I still thought it was uh, really really good. He was disruptive heading in there. Duncan, were you getting some nice reactions in there? We got uh, questions and all that good stuff. stuff. Stuff that's coming in.
1: Uh, it's a lot of mixture, actually. Um, some people are happy with what. Some people
0: hate us, huh? That's something. Yeah, they don't really like what you guys are saying. (laughs) Uh. Just yeah, yeah, I'm just seeing a lot of a lot of different mixed emotions. Some people are really high on this, and as you should be. I mean, that's a that's a tough gutty win, you know. It was sloppy, and it was yeah. It it feels good.
1: Yeah, like I'm like I get it. Like there are certainly things to be worried about, and for me, Ronald Darby's health chief among them, but. Like, how can you come out of this and not be happy with a win? It was a game they really, you know, we never say must win and all that early in the season, but it was a really, really important game to start the season. They needed to win with this Chiefs game coming up, with the Giants at home after that. Tough start to the season. This was a game they had to take, and they took it.
0: Uh, Jalen Mills to Carson Wentz is coming from Matt Lombardo. You're a magician. You're a magician doing magic tricks out there, man. So that's, I, you know. I, if it's I true. If I had to rank it from last year, Jason Kelsey's like, you're like a robot. You're playing Madden, Madden out, out there. there. Yeah. Magician, robot, Madden. I still see Jason Kelsey's number one quote uh, coming in. Yes, there.
1: but I do think there's magic in what Carson Wentz <laughs> does. So um, one big question I think a lot of people had um, Kevin Stagg asks, how about third and 26 and they give it to Blunt to run it up the middle? Yeah, yeah. whatever. I think at that, like, <laughs> I went, it that, it was, the problem was that they were in third and 26. I think the play call on second and 23 or whatever it was was even worse. Take a shot there. That was the issue. Yeah. Uh, that third and 26, like, you know, they're just, they're just punting away. Yeah, like, they are. I can't they hate are. on it's fine. It's I, I Like, sure, do I want them to try and get 26 yards? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather they run like a screen pass to Sproles where maybe the little guy can do something shifty. But, I mean, ultimately, you know, you can't get. Too upset.
0: About no, that. and uh, I I would say that the you know the Eagles did a, a, a fantastic job just flipping on the other side there, and I think you know I'm, I'm starting to see it in here too, where that that thing where Jeff McClain puts out that article and there's see this thing this is just how it brews. We the knew moment that there's there's a downfall. You know I'm starting to see Jim Schwartz over Doug Peterson already. Oh yeah, yeah, You know let's calm God. down. Let's get to the second week yes. before we have that conversation. But I will say for the most part. Jim Schwartz called a, a really good game. I think he dialed up the blitzes at the right time. I thought his game plan for it, I, I thought it was a little interesting that he had Jalen Mills going up against Pryor. That worked early and often. Uh, I, I was apparently too, way too high on Jameson Crowder because he did nothing today. Yeah did absolutely nothing. I think Patrick Robinson did a good job. They game planned away from that. They basically just it, it was kind of odd. They just said, "You know what, Just try and throw on us." Try and throw on us. We're going to try and slow down Fat Rob. We're going to make sure that you don't really have any rhythm going here. There was a, some, a lot of the situations where they were in third and long, third and ten, uh, and they were you know, getting first downs. We've seen that before from Washington a lot of the time. And that's unfortunate because you know there's those times where you want those four guys to get home, and they don't get home, and that's what happens. Everybody's covered, covered a little longer. And without Ronald Darby out there, yeah. it makes it a lot harder. But I thought the game planning all along – you know, uh, and uh, between all their different wide receivers, and you could definitely tell that Washington was not in sync and and ready to go there. They need to, they're going to need time. You can't just up and replace two guys that were your main targets throughout this year. And uh, I think Jim Schwartz took advantage of that.
1: I think you're a million percent right. I think that's what we saw today. You know, look at Pryor. I mean, Pryor was open a lot today. They just couldn't connect, and obviously he dropped a few. But it just felt like they were off. Their chemistry was off. Josh Jackson. I don't think I heard his didn't even, name. Nothing, yeah, today. nothing today.
0: <laughs> I did not even feel he got it back yeah. on the field. It was and, Ryan Grant made the biggest play of the day today.
1: Yeah, and Jordan Reed, you know, was was fine, but certainly not a, a difference maker today. You know, Crowder, I was shocked by that too, John. I thought Crowder was going to go in and be the the guy who was going to kill us today. He wasn't. And and Patrick Robinson played a really good game, man. He made some plays. He was where he needed to be, even when he was on the outside in coverage, did a good job. Um, and and to the Schwartz point, man, I thought I thought Schwartz called a great game.
0: Yeah, and especially towards the end there. I mean, like the 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 biggest play ever when you needed to dial it up. <laughs> it's just like, are they going to blitz? Are they going to blitz? And bang, they run with Boom. seven. You know he has to get rid of it. Jalen Mills is just saying thank you very yep. much for the interception. That's exactly what happened. Changed the entire. I mean that was it. That was the ball game right there. Uh, when you when you constantly guess right on those things, that's a good sign. And it's it just looks so much better being a little bit aggressive there you know I I got sick of hearing like you need to blitz more you need to blitz more it's like yeah all right we you know calm down but in in these cases when it when it's there uh and they got home that's that's the important part that's everything all of them got home uh, I think except for one and if that continues to be a theme in and out where you're already you're already pushing in the middle I was so happy to see the half-bellied gold teeth Sack time coming in there with Timmy Jernigan. That's why he got paid, or traded for, excuse me, and probably going to get get paid. (laughs) Uh, There was a lot of one-on-one battles, and again, I I think this was people underrate this Washington offensive line. This is a fantastic test to see it, and all four phases kind of work there. Obviously, Derek Barnett, didn't see a lot of him. I definitely saw him got tackled by Trent Williams. That definitely happened and was not called. (laughs) Uh, You know, we'll have to – got to go back and watch and and really – See what really happened with the defensive line, but overall, those guys really showed up today. I think, uh, you know, Sheriff ate his lunch once or twice today, mm-hmm. um, and they really controlled the running game. They controlled the middle a lot of the time in the field. I didn't see them getting blown off the ball at all.
1: Sure. From
0: University of Iowa.
1: <laughs> Uh No, man, I'm with you. And look, we've talked a ton about it, and, and with the, you know, in light of not knowing how long Ronald Darby will be out. That much more important, this D-line can cover up for deficiencies on the back end. We saw it today. The reason Patrick Robinson looked so good all day, because that D-line was getting home. The reason Jalen Mills stayed on everybody all day, because that D-line was getting home. It makes such a difference for the entirety of the defense. It is everything. The Giants want to freaking super yeah. bowl that way yeah, like, it was yep. it really does matter and it again the john ritchie line it's a great line it's he says mike tomlin says it it was a secondary coach it's called the secondary for a reason because it's second that's, that's right. it you know so i yeah john i thought i thought the d de- again that is my my number one takeaway other than carson wentz and the magic my number one takeaway from today is this D-line is really good.
0: A couple of updates coming through right now. Jason Peters says he is good to go, and he will play in Kansas City. So play two quarters again? That'll be good. <laughs> Just kind uh, of you know, heal ready, that, big heal big that big. groin up or whatever happened there. Um, and how about it's this That being old. Uh, this comes from Ed Kratz, who's quote-tweeting from somebody else. Uh, the Eagles are undefeated when Nelson Aguilar scores a <laughs> touchdown, baby. Four and O. Oh. So second. I, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how about that? Suck it. Uh, of course, that happened in Cleveland, and he looked really bad after yeah, that too. Yeah, so I, I can't can't celebrate that hard. But I will so say, we need
1: sixteen touchdowns. We need sixteen tutties. It, yeah, from done.
0: Uh, so start him in your in your fantasy lineup. He's absolutely going I to be a waiver pickup. I like him more than absolutely. Torrey
1: Smith for the rest of the season in terms of fantasy. I really do. I think he's a bigger part of this offense. And and look, I think there will be games where Smith. You can, know, it,
0: can you say that one more time? Because it sounds uh, so weird. sounds so weird coming out of James' mouth. I know mouth. it's
1: ridiculous. Yeah. But like, just in terms of you watch the offense how it plays, like. Smith is going to be boomer. I'm talking as a fantasy option. Here. Sure, sure. Smith is going to be boomer bust. Like, and you're not going to be able to count on it from week to week. I think Nelson Aguilar it looks like he's going to be a part of the game plan every single week and he's going to make some plays.
0: Yeah, and that's important, you know, for, I think for that is because just as much as we talk about Ertz and we talk about Sproles, it's another element that you can add of, uh, oops, I forgot about Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. And he was shaking and baking, man. I mean, like, that's <laughs> it's there, there, it's really bad mismatches when you put it have to, you're forced to put, you know, a slot corner on him. And it's, it's just unfair. It's not like, you know, it's your, basically, it's going to be your third best corner on the team, which is great for him uh, to feel a little more comfortable and feel a little more confident in there. And if there's something else that happens, if a safety has to come in and drop down. Whew, it's bad news. It, it is. is bad news for all of that. And again, because of all the attention and that first touchdown, that's why. That's why he's open. Is because when 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 a safety is is left alone on a guy like that or a linebacker in a scramble drill, it's pretty much a win nine out of nine times. And I'm I'm really excited to see if they can build on that, you know, moving forward. And and that's the other thing too is just when we talk about chemistry, when we talk about. You know, even just saying with the, you know, with the Kurt Coupons over there who's struggling and doing the same thing, it's probably still some of the stuff that's going on with Torrey Smith and with Alshon Jeffrey is just trying to find their rhythm and find that timing. And that's, there's probably some more of that in there too. I'm sure if it's under or overthrown, you know, Wentz is still going to try and measure that speed. A lot of the time I was like, oh, he's definitely open. He's definitely open. And I remember hearing the interview on the MMQB with Torrey Smith saying like, you know, I don't look back at the ball, and that scared the shit out of Carson Wentz <laughs> when I was starting to get into camp and through OTAs, and he's just got to learn how to trust me. It's like I just go and I turn and I look for the ball, which he does. So I want it's you to just throw to the watch. ball, yeah. which is awesome to have.
1: If you can track the ball, like I mean, it's huge. That's yeah. the that's the ideal way to do it. It's just you know most it's hard. Yeah, it's it really, really is. hard. To be running that fast, to turn around, and to find and catch a football is a really difficult thing. It's what, Deshaun, it's what makes Deshaun Jackson so great. That's right. It, that, that he just tracks the ball like that and can can find the ball like that. It's... It's really impressive. But I can understand if you're a quarterback and you're, your guy's just running with his head You just want it. me to throw it? And you're like, okay. so you're
0: going to turn around <laughs> at some point, So I get it. I get yeah, it. because you want to – and that's that's true of any good wide receiver in this league because you don't want to give up your eyes to the DB. That's exactly right. And, you know, just throw it. And they, they don't know. You know, he, it just looks like, I don't know, I could be throwing it to you, I could be not because they're paying attention to your eyes. So it's a really smart thing that Torrey Smith does and Carson's just got to get used to it. Duncan, what's going on over there, pal? Uh,
1: so in regards to the wide receivers, um, Tim, High wants to know: Alshon disappointing performance or a product of the defense focusing coverage on him?
0: I think a little bit of both. Yeah. You know, I think there are there. You know, I, I, we, that's what's important about going back and rewatching a lot of these games is to really see, or how open was he? How covered was he? Did yeah. miss? miss anything? Honestly, I think it's if if Nelson Aguilar and <laughs> and Ertz, and Ertz is, are yeah. your n- number two, one and two in in recs and yards. I think that the focal point and Josh coverage. Norman and, and Breland being in there, we're not going to let these guys beat us, and they didn't, so – they just went to their other targets. That's what I think happened.
1: I like again, without watching the film, I, that, that's what it felt like and, and certain plays I was trying to look for that and it did seem like they were bracketing coverage his way. It seemed like they came in and said, All right, we're not gonna let Alshon beat us. I think you're absolutely right,
0: John. Uh and I well I hope I am after after going back and looking at the tape. And being like, <laughs> it'd be a real problem and issue of just like, wow, Alshon Jeffrey was open like fifty times, but uh, you know, from the guys that were looking upstairs, it certainly didn't look like it. Everybody that was in uh, you know, in the crow's nest down in Washington uh still no updates on uh on Darby uh we have Carson Wentz heading to the podium right now I'm sure he's gonna say a lot of well, you know boring, <laughs> boring normal <Yeah>. stuff <laughs> that you want your quarterback to say after a good win uh but uh yeah we'll keep an eye on that as that's rolling in there uh as well I you know I, I just think what what is what can they do I mean it, it's hard to just say well they're just gonna throw 40 50 times a game I, I gotta double check to see how much uh, Wentz did end up throwing this game but uh, uh what effective things can these guys do in terms of t-
1: trying to get the ball yeah i mean like ground?
0: is does that mean that they they should run more out of the shotgun without Blunt is, you know, I saw a lot of people crying about that, but they certainly weren't crying about it when he almost scored a touchdown in the red zone uh, and doing this. How do you solve those running issues?
1: Yeah, I well, look, I think I think the fact that we expected it, we said that running game is going to be the issue. They're not good enough there. We knew this coming in. I think that, that played out in front of us. I think ultimately, honestly, John, I think you solved the running game or to your best possible, you know, Scenario that you can solve it. I think you're going to throw a lot. I think you're right. I think that's the focal point of this offense. But I think it's going to be Blunt, man. I think that that you saw that when Blunt gets going downhill, there is the ability for him to really, you know, kind of start rumbling on people. I think they're going to look to do that more than they're going to look to do anything else from a running game perspective. But ultimately, it's just it's it's not a running team. This is no, a team that chucks the football. It's a team that, that uses short passes as a way to run the ball. All that type of stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, if the you... West
0: Coast isn't getting out of there at yeah, all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you
1: can really fix the. I think the running game is what it is, and they're just going to have to throw a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, 23 times on the ground today, 39 passes from Carson Wentz. I you know, I predicted 35 to 40 each yeah. game. I don't think that's going to change much. What do you got over there, Duncan? <laughs> Uh-oh. hey <laughs>
1: I've I've learned from James that it's never your
0: fault when you mess up. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> uh, I very love it. I love try. it. That
1: is good. That is my way. So, um, going back to the defensive side, we actually had a very good question from Dave Clay. He said, "What do you guys think about Jalen Watkins today?"
0: Uh, I, I mean, came in and had a helmet to helmet, which I think Duncan pointed yeah, out. Yeah, like, it. Didn't call it. Pretty but... sure there's a which he got away with uh, towards the end there, yeah. which is fine on a, it was big, a nice play otherwise, big three but... and out. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I always like Jalen Watkins better as a corner. And there, there were times. When was that? Two years ago. When uh, I think he had one start against the Giants, showed a little something. He went up against OBJ, gave up one bad big play to him, and then had a pretty good game after that. Um, you know, it, whatever he's. I still think that Razul Douglas, which we haven't talked about yet, is definitely going to be active. That's not, that's a no brainer now. Well,
1: now he has to be. Yeah, yeah. McDougal as well. I think is an
0: interesting. Yeah, both well. both of those guys have to come in there, and that's just. That's where I, I was. I, again, I was okay with that because Jalen Watkins can play corner. He knows the system. I think McDougal just needs some time. some time to get in there. Douglas does now, but now he doesn't. You know, he doesn't have any time. I, I'm not sure if I feel uh, credit to Patrick Robinson.
1: Yes, that because was the guy who he really stepped ended up, up today
0: being okay for one game. But there's going to be. There's going to be a serious debate now on like, all right, what what's happening here? You know, are, is is Razul going to be able to take over Patrick Robinson? I doubt it. I think Patrick Robinson's still going to be there, be in there. Um, only if he turns into toast or again gets injured, do I see Razul Douglas coming in there? But um, yeah, he he needs to go. He needs yeah, to be in there.
1: No, it's it. it look. This was the worry, right? You know, before they made the Ronald Darby trade, you know, we weren't talking about the running game. We weren't talking about anything else. We were talking about these cornerbacks and how that was this team's Achilles heel, how, uh, no, you know, no Sidney Jones Achilles heel, hey, but Achilles, hey, 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 hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, that was the Achilles heel. Like, that's the one giant glaring weakness on this team. If Darby's out for any extended period of time, Guess what? We're right back in the
0: same scenario. <laughs> right back where we started, <laughs> it damn it. Right back it's like Brewster's millions. Yeah,
1: Exactly yeah. right. So, um, uh, John, look, I, I don't I don't know what the answer is. I don't think Rasul Douglas is ready to start. I think that they made that clear by having him inactive today. Uh, I think McDougal more likely to see more time if he can kind of get up to speed a little quicker here. But either way, you know, it's, it's a worry. It's a real worry.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a big-time worry. Uh, what I'm not worried about is missing a moment of football this season, and that's because of our good friends over at Clip It. Yeah, buddy. At Clip It TV on the Twitter.com, ClipIt.tv. Uh, you can find them on the web if you want more information. But it is the hottest app that is out there. It is live television in the palm of your hand. And it's all it is. You get uh, every single channel from A&E to NBC to ABC, ESPN, Big Ten Network. It is literally all on there to make 30-second high-quality HD clips that you can share on Twitter, Facebook, uh, the blogs, I mean, I was using it a ton today, you were, Most, yeah, all over it mostly because, I mean, the Jalen Mills injury was disgusting, yeah. and I wanted to make sure, I was just like, wow. The that's, Darby uh, that's injury. A, oh, yeah, what did I say? Jalen Mills. Yeah, no, Did Jalen well, Mills need to stay healthy. Please stay healthy. You were
1: Please watching play like over and over again. So <laughs> that's you're right. like, oh, it was in his hands. Oh, he almost had it. Oh.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can go up from live to two hours back of what you were watching. You clip it, you share it. It's just that easy at clip it TV and ClipIt.TV uh, for more information. I guess has this game, and I know it's it's so hard to just you know judge one performance here. Um, any feelings one way or another on uh, this has made me feel great about this going forward. This has made me question things. What's your overall feel from this game? Uh,
1: it's kind of funny because like not to to think that we're like that great as prognosticators or anything, but. I feel like today kind of played out exactly how we thought it would. A little sloppier than we expected. But, you know, the D-line, I'm really bullish about it. It played great. We saw magic from Wentz. Really excited about that. The receivers look so much better than last season. But the running games an issue. The cornerbacks, Darby, that could be a real issue. There are some issues, so I feel really similar to I did to how I did prior, um, other than being jacked that they actually got to win here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I think they're you know a nine and seven team, ten and six upside, eight and eight downside. I think that's really a, a, the window where they're at.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing that I forgot today, most of all that I don't think we've mentioned at Rondé Barber is fucking terrible oh. at his
1: job. He's so bad.
0: Oh, my God. Like well, he's been bad. It's one thing to like, you know, I wasn't a fan of Kenny Albert already. I yeah. can handle it. He's fine. But like every single thing that Rondé Barber said, he had to correct himself yeah. today. He was On wrong, whatever on it was. Every it didn't matter. One. I was like, wow, he did no homework, did it? He? he just showed up. <laughs> he just showed up to the show and was like, yeah, I got this. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, I uh, Yeah, it, I, I think... Jalen Mills is starting to change my mind a little me more too. and more. I think he's too. he's a, he's a great, competent now. Safe to say that he can be a CB two in this I league. I think so too. Uh, I, I will say that I'm starting to creep to the dark side of Doug Peterson. I I, I I think. Join me, Johnny. <laughs> I think Come that with me. I don't want to go and and dive in there and just be like you know. Oh my God, he's the worst coach ever. But uh, the same things popped up today that you're just like, how do you not learn? I this mean, is so great. I'm so happy. It's right it's now. literally it is literally the same thing that you did last year in Dallas. Yep. What are you doing? It's a literally the same thing you did against the Giants. Like, this is uh, you know, uh, and we can. I mean, listen, we can say the same things about Carson too about certain things like, hey, we're supposed to learn from this. Uh, I, I th- we and I think this too with Carson. Um, I, overall, again, I think he had a really, really good game, but he has got to get to the next play. And Absolutely. He's still not doing that yet. Every there was time. The, the elusive there was there was that oh on the grounding call. Yep, uh, he looted one guy. He turned and he looked this way. There was nothing there throw the ball out of bounds i think get to the next play he turned back into the rush again and that's when you get into that situation just like come on man just end the play there's no penalties there's no crackback blocks there's no anything at that point you're on to the next play.
1: i think it's one of those things where it's like a double-edged sword in the sense that because he can make these plays like the one where he gets out of the the sack by running forward and tossing it left-handed while two guys are on him and stuff like he can make those plays so i think because of the confidence, knowing that he can make those plays, it causes him to not do the smart thing in some of those situations when a play is not able to be made. And, and John, you're absolutely right that that's a big thing that he needs to learn. Um, Peterson, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And that's always <laughs> it. Just been, keeps sticking out like a sore thumb. Thing. you know? I, I always say that. I'm like my biggest issue with Peterson is is not the mistakes themselves. It's that afterwards he doubles down on them and doesn't acknowledge that they were mistakes like that's my biggest issue how do you learn from something unless you're like i was wrong i need to do it differently next time
0: yeah and uh, again we'll have to see but if it <laughs> if it keeps adding up you know that's uh, that's what i think could make it like an eight win team or uh, a nine win team that could have been a ten win team or, or whatever overall i feel i feel pretty good about this win and it's it's really hard to you know, we're going to nitpick and we're going to kill this thing pretty much all week, I'm sure, when we're doing all the dailies and Brandon's going to be there and Tehran and Barrett. And... I
1: wonder if Brandon's going to have anything to say about the running game. <laughs> yeah, probably
0: pro- not, right? Pro- probably not at all. Which well, and, and that's the thing. When we were talking about this all morning and we're sitting there and looking at this thing, And I mean, when you're at one point, and i and I got to double-check this, but I'm pretty sure the Eagles were at... 2.7 yards per carry, and you're just looking at this going, oh, no, you know what? They ended up worse than that. 2.6 oh, yards a carry God, today on so 23 gross. carries. So and, and granted, yes, there's O-line problems. There's whatever. It's just uh, when you have the the inactive running back that you're trapped in in the stat class. God, does that make you just and shake Tari your head? And Terry
1: Cohen is freaking murdering it for oh, the yeah, Bears. Where, where'd
0: he go again? Oh, yeah, later than the, later Dude, than Dude, he looks so Yeesh. good today. When yeah, well,
1: we had Red Zone on on the other TV in there, and you're glancing up, and he's just making play after play after play after yeah.
0: play. It's, uh, so, it, that's, those me. are the things that I think are going to be excruciating and continue on here. Um, I don't think there's any word on, uh, on Darby yet. Uh, Jason Peters just keeps saying that uh, he is going to be uh, good to go. Uh, but uh, I yeah, thought you were
1: talking about Darby. I was like, wow, he knows about Darby. <laughs> yeah, got it, yeah. got it. My bad. My um, bad
0: overall, me. I think it was a, a great opening day win. Uh, it's going to be a pretty tough test. In you know, I don't, I just don't think they have enough to hang with Kansas City, especially if you don't have Darby to cover a lot of that speed. That's oh my that, God. that Tari- they, they Ty, have
1: Ty Hill. Well, th- <laughs> you got to hope Tariq Hill's still you know hurt too too bad to play as well. I know yeah. he was nicked up from that game, but man, Kareem Hunt is gonna do mean things to this team I'm, <laughs> I'm right. terrified of that and and you know like you said I mean it's it is probably the toughest place to play in the sport other than maybe Seattle um going in there they've got 10 days of rest I, well that's what we talked about right that's why winning today was so important because that's right you had in the Kco01 0- you're you're in really bad
0: yeah time. and you're probably gonna lose that game hey yeah, you come out with that and you steal one great but you amazing know, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah. And
1: they could. Look, we're not saying they're not going, like, it's not a automatic loss. And, like, you know, look, Kansas City's probably <laughs> riding high after that big win. No Eric Berry. That really hurts them. That's a big, big deal. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can't. You know, anyone who says they're optimistic going into Arrowhead is lying. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I will uh, just again, another shout out uh, to the, uh, the defensive line today. Uh, they didn't, uh, you know, they allowed. When we when uh, we were talking on the preview show we I, I thought about 85 kept on the 64 3.8 yards of carry you got to be happy with that three sacks on the day. Good for 33 and, yards and losses. And a lot losses.
1: more pressures, too. Like, they were, yeah, they were up in his face all a game. Lot,
0: a lot, a uh, lot. And just made a lot of uncomfortable throws, and it reflected. 19 for 35, 209, a touchdown and interception for Kurt Coupons, who is making a ridiculous and, amount of money, who belongs in San Francisco, and I can't wait to get him there.
1: And don't forget a referee <laughs> helped uh, uh, fumble, yeah, well, led the touchdown too. as well there. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, he so, played like shit, especially considering the Kirk Kirk, Kirk. Kurt, 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 yeah, yeah, Kurt coupons. Uh, the Kurt coupons we usually see against the Eagles. This was by far the worst Kurt coupons we have seen.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I, I just I, I we'll we'll write out on on some of these thoughts. Do we see Corey Clement at all? Take some snaps uh, next game in Kansas City.
1: Maybe I. I think. Look, I, I think I, I made
0: some hell. A really good special teams yeah, plays. Yeah, I,
1: I originally thought we wouldn't see Corey Clement play it down this season. I'm starting to shift the. I mean, look, they got to do something and. and why not take a shot and see what you got? It, it look he it, it can't be worse than what we saw out there today. Like it can't.
0: Yeah, I think it like and I'm not saying that I he's mean, gonna it could, overtake. It totally could. I'm mean. not. I'm not saying that he's gonna overtake Smallwood. So don't don't take that as. But if you look at the body types, blunt blunt force trauma, Darren Sproles short shifty can't see him over the line and then he's gone. Clement's kind of a I mean he's a right Hyundai between there, he's yeah. a Hyundai version of it but he's the hybrid in between yeah, those totally. kind of works better as a third complementary back as opposed to Smallwood and maybe they just chop up those those you know third Touches third carries there. between between that I don't really know I'd be curious to see what happens either way just so we can shut up about it <laughs> <laughs> You know does it work no okay cool. then just stick with this Let's thing and we'll on go with here. that and, uh and through there um and that's the other thing too is it's it this is if uh, the Eagles' offensive line was struggling against these guys, oh man,
1: who and, and you know, you know, Houston and the boys I are not going to let say, him go. Justin, so it's just, different. That, that was if I'm you know watching that Chiefs-Patriots game. A big takeaway on the Chiefs side: Justin Houston is all the way back. He yes. looks like Justin Houston, and he was a terror, and he is going to be a terror. Oh my God! If no Jason Peters,
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's like pray for everybody as uh, as that's happening. So uh, I think that will wrap it up here, but. James, any any final thoughts as we're we're heading out, my friend?
1: I do have a final thought, John, and it's the fact that the Eagles fucking won today. All yeah, right? I know we're gonna complain. I know there's gonna be nitpicking, but we are one and oh, We are at worst tied for first place in the in the NFC East right now. Please just be happy, like enjoy this. We fucking won, like that. We won. We beat the fucking Redskins.
0: Duncan, you have any final thoughts here, Press? racists, um, excuse me. James is actually wrong. We're first in the East right now. Right, yeah, you're right. True. Technically, right now. We are I meant, first I meant in the East. after
1: the week <laughs> one was done, but you're right. Right now, we're in first place. First place is first place. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's optimistic. Um, that's why we got him here. That's right. Buying the metaphorical glass.
0: Uh, still nothing on uh, Darby here. Uh, Carson Wentz said that they took the shot to start the game to set the aggressive tone. He said he loved Peterson's play calling. So, at least Doug Peterson has one, one big fan, <laughs> and that's his quarterback, and honestly, why wouldn't he be? So, uh, I I will say this. Fuck Dallas. Yes! Fuck uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I, big time. I mean, the Giants, whatever. Yeah. you know. But I would like the Giants to win this football game, because that would it's make weird, my heart feel weird, good. R- we're you know? rooting
1: for the Giants, but I am a million percent rooting for the Giants. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: Or you know, I guess I, I don't want a tie. That's what I'm saying. I just I want somebody needs to lose. Ties yeah, are bad. I want Dallas to lose. Ties I are want bad.
1: Dallas to lose with Zeke back for the full season. As much as uh, I think the Giants' defense is really good, I am more nervous about Dallas as competition than I am. James.
0: That's right. Uh, just to Plus echo, we own the Giants. Yeah, exactly. Just to uh, echo James's things. Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pick this thing apart, and we're probably gonna do that for the rest of the week. We're gonna go back and and take a look at this thing and see where they really hit and see where they really missed. But we do really appreciate. Everything leading up to week one. There's daily coverage that's on BGN Radio. Obviously, the folks on Facebook, we thank you for tuning in at BGN underscore radio on the twitter.com. You can get all of that there. Uh, and how about a how about how about a, lo- a little one of these before we head out, boys? Eagles! This has been episode number 259 of the BGN radio podcast right here. com and BGNradio.com. We'll see you guys.